Welcome to the My Favorite Sister podcast. We're two 30-something sisters trying to keep in touch from across the world. That's Sarah. She's a younger one and lives in England. And that's Elizabeth. She's the older one and lives in Los Angeles. And we're here to help you procrastinate. So sit back and enjoy whatever random discussion we decide to have this week. Everybody. Welcome back to the My Favorite Sister podcast. Welcome back. This is the podcast host formerly known as Sarah, currently known as just like, I don't know, a blob. I'm so hot. A blob. As your ice <laughs> rolling before we start. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, you might hear some ice rolling. It's just ASMR. It's ice rolling Yeah, ASMR. you know, it's a bonus. Well, I gave up and normally I close the door to this little tiny pseudo office room that we have. But after we, you and I were already chatting here for 30 minutes, even with the fan directly blowing on me from behind, like it's so sweltering in here. And the sun's not even facing this way anymore. It's just probably if I got the thermometer out, it would probably be like 80 degrees inside too this room hot. right now. It's really hot. It's too hot. Um, yeah. The front room, when I just went to go get some water and get the ice roller, is lovely and nice and cool because there's multiple windows. So you get a cross breeze. Yeah. I don't have any of that right now. So I'm, I'm suffering for my art right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I definitely off. worth it. Yeah, so if you guys hear any like weird, crinkly sounds, it's just me ice rolling myself to survive. I feel like this is a uh, you know, it's too bad we don't videotape the these podcasts. <laughs> yep. I mean, today's a day. Actually, I'm glad we don't because I look horrendous because I'm just like you know tired and well, now, I've washed well, my now hair. Now that I'm ice, now that I'm ice rolling, I look great. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, you know, my, my chin snatched, is snatched exactly. and, and my skin is dewy. <laughs> True. So you're ready. You're ready for prime time. <laughs> um, well, as you're sitting there ice rolling, um, why don't you give us some high level, some, well, sorry to, we didn't have a podcast episode drop last week because uh, Sarah was too busy, you know, living my dream of away. gallivanting yeah. around Scotland. So, yeah, I was out there hunting, trying to hunt down Jamie Frazier. Like, sorry, Jack, but I thought you were gonna hunt down. Done. I thought you were gonna try to hunt down um the Loch Ness monster. Oh, that too. <laughs> but yeah, so we were in Scotland for about a week. We went last Saturday and just came back yesterday. Little did we know that uh, the UK was gonna be in the middle of like a heat wave. So, um, everyone who complained, every British person or Scottish person, Welsh person, I don't care where on this island you live. Everyone that complained that it was too cold or, like, too dreary this summer can go kick rocks mm. because it was great. Honestly, I mean, I realize we live in the hottest part of the country, um, so we had more sunny days than anyone else. But I'm like, I would take sunny, but still, like, 65 to 70. So you could still wear, like, leggings and be comfortable, but you still definitely have to wear, like, a t-shirt or a tank top. Um, I'll take that any – and we never couldn't go anywhere because it was raining. So, mm -hmm. like, people need to stop complaining. Everyone can complain about that. This country is not equipped for temperatures over 72. Yeah. <laughs> it's too hot. <laughs> I mean, you don't have AC, um, so that's a problem. Yeah. We had, like, one hot week like this uh, in May after we got back from Vancouver, which was lovely temperatures, and everyone oh, had aircon, and I had to beautiful. come back here, and it was, like, one week of horror, and I was, like, then mentally preparing myself for having, like, the worst summer ever, but then it was, like, lovely and cool. But apparently this past week down here it's been, like, I don't know, in the 30s which is hot it's like 90 
or so in Fahrenheit in temperature that I understand. And um, while that meant while we were in Scotland, it was like 25, 26, which is like 75 to 78 and stuff, which doesn't sound that bad. But then again, when you are sleeping in hotels that don't have aircon, no, 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 or um, it's just that it's the sun is so much closer up here than you know where we grew up in DC, so it never peaks above your head. It's always at like the angle, mm. so it's just always in your face all the time. <laughs> I feel like I can't hot. even sleep. Like I wake up earlier in the middle of the night. I'm too hot because it's 72 instead of like 70, and yep. I'm like, so I can't imagine. Yeah, so we we're there for seven nights, I think. So three of the seven nights we stayed at Premier Inns, which are just like a basic kind of like Holiday Inn type level of okay. hotel. Very basic. It's fine. Um, yeah, they're great. And it's like how you and I joke, we're like, we need business hotels. We say like Sheridan's and Marriott, like <laughs> business level. It's like, you know what to expect. Exactly. At Premier Inn, you know exactly what to expect. It's bare bones. But they have, they had of all the, like the other hotels were like individual little boutique type hotels or like smaller chains. They were shit. Premier Inn. 12 out of 10 stars. They all had air con uh, and the like showers actually had good water pressure and stuff. Um, the first hotel we stayed at after the Premier Inn was like on a lovely coastline in a lovely little Scottish town, but we had a seaside view and it was these huge like floor to ceiling, 12 foot tall windows and the sun had just been baking ooh. into the room. You can <laughs> like, get that ocean afternoon. breeze? They didn't. Yeah, they didn't have the curtains closed. Like whoever did house even the best is they put little they put little two little chocolates on the bed and they were just goo. They were melted to goo. Had been melted to goo because the rooms were so hot. Um, we did. I mean, you have to open the window and then I think at the bar we just asked for like four pints of ice and we were just drinking like so much ice water. You basically just wait as long as you can to go back into the room. Like we just stay outside until ten o'clock. And then it like finally starts to cool down. But you know, most hotels, they only let you open the windows like a little bit. Yeah. For like security reasons. The best was one time in in Amsterdam, we stayed at a hotel and it had a big window like that. And we could open the whole thing. That's nice. The whole thing swung open and it was like an eight by eight window just letting the breeze in. It was great. I feel like if you um, don't have yeah, air so, conditioning, you might not, you might need to change the policy on the window thing. But yeah. I don't know. The windows or like we did a coastline trip once before and one of the hotels had a fan and we're like that yeah. just saved our life so now i always check and the only one that had a fan was the very last hotel we stayed in had a fan and like thank god cuz it also was very hot and there was so i feel like that reminds me the windows of when and have a fan. yeah when Tim and i went to that wedding up in like seattle area but like outside of seattle and this is clearly a place that like it doesn't get very hot usually but it just mm-hmm. happened to be like yeah you know the ether, the earth is you know heating up and whatever um and so it was like during the summer it was really hot they did not have air conditioning and they were not prepared to like for people it was so they had a fire because it gets cold enough to have a fireplace (laughs) and we were like literally like playing around with things we're like is there an air conditioning like we were so confused even opening up the window which had like a sliding door because it had like a balcony thing or whatever Mm -hmm. but like it's so hot outside that like that didn't it was so muggy you know like humid Yeah, and I was like, "This sucks." <sighs> so I can't imagine. Yeah. It's yeah, it's literally terrible. So you have to wait for the sun to go down, and then it cools off eventually. But it it became a running joke where just every night we were like, whatever duvet was on the hotel mattress or whatever, we just immediately threw it onto the ground, and we we're sleeping with like no blanket or like some nights I'd have like my towel because it was like slightly damp, <laughs> so it's like much more cooling. Yeah. Um. 
just for like the first few hours. Usually by like 2 a.m. then it cools off. But today's supposed to be the last hot day. So we got back last night. And of course, we've been gone. So our apartment, all the windows have been closed. So we had to like reopen everything uh, and try and cool the place down a bit. But I think in the front room, it's much cooler. So when we're done, I'm going to be I'm going to be taking like an ice bath and then <laughs> be smooth sailing. We're only eating salads for the <laughs> dinners. Like. Well, so what were your, like, top three things that you saw on your Scotland, other than the Loch Ness Monster, oh, obviously? We went, like, yeah. I mean, we went all over. Thank goodness we ended up we ended up having this like, humongous SUV that we weren't supposed to have, but the car rental place clearly did not allot the number of automatics correctly. So instead of, like, a little tiny Kia, we ended up with a Kia Sorento, which is, like, a jock-off, like, potentially seven-seater SUV. But it did have all the bells and whistles and, like, sensors and stuff. Um, and considering we both drive very old cars, Jack was like testing out where like he was like, "Ooh, I like this, you know, radar guided cruise control, but oh, I hate this like forced lane assistance." Mm. And he was just immediately turning it off every time. Um, so that was kind of weird. At least that <clears throat> that car had good air- AC on it. Um, I feel like for me, my favorite things were we went to uh, there's a na- now one of the national parks that we went to first near Glasgow is called Loch Lomond and the Trossachs. Um, and it's like Loch Lomond is one big loch, which is just a big lake. Um, but it's a big freshwater lake. And then there's a bunch of them all in this one national park. The UK national parks are very different than US ones. You know, like US national park, you kind of rock up to the entrance, pay your little ticket yep. fee, and then you're in the park. Here, it's not like that because it's like, I don't know, hundreds of thousands of acres. Like people live in the, there's open. Mm-hmm. Like if you want to maybe like pay park and like walk some trails or whatever then you pay like a few pounds for parking or whatever but it's so it's very different I was like I don't understand yeah like Like, what but and like a lot of people just own the land it's part of the national park but like oh this rich you know the McGregor's still own Mm -hmm. 40,000 acres Mm -hmm. of Malak woman in the Trossix National Park they just like allow it to be open um but we did like a lock like a boat cruise that was cool but on the second day, we went back to that same national park and we did um, in Queen Elizabeth Forest Park. They have this cool trail, which it's called the Three Locks Drive. And it's this like scenic drive that you just do in your car. Um, and there's like tons and tons of little stop off points and parking points. And they also have like camping areas and stuff. Um, but also this past week was the first week that the kids were back in school. So we were literally like the only people there. <laughs> Like, we never saw a child uh, anywhere we went until yesterday because it was a Saturday. <laughs> it was great. <laughs> um, but we did that drive, and I feel like that was the first day that we got, like, really, you know, just, like, picturesque, scenic views. And also we saw two red squirrels, and they were so cute. And apparently they're very, um, I don't know, skittish and, like, hide and stuff. But I think because we were there very early, we pulled over to one of the car parking places and did a walk around one of the smaller locks that was on the trail um and like right at the end of it jack like spotted some movement Mm. and it was this red little red squirrel we watched it for like i don't know three four minutes and it just like would crawl and then like pause and we got lots of pictures of it and then a very loud family started coming the other way and it ran away (laughs) i'm sure jack was happy to see some squirrels yeah um so that was really cool um but ironically we you know a few days later um an influencer guy from Scotland that I get his videos like pushed to me every once in a while did a video on that exact drive because it was like oh where in Scotland can you go that's like more accessible and it's like well you technically never have to leave your car but you know if you can leave your car then you can pull over and like get out and take in the views and the scenery along this really long 
windy drive. That was really cool. It took, I don't know, two and a half, three hours because we did stop and do that one walk, which was 40 minutes or so. Um, I think that was one of our favorite things. And the the drive, it was one way. So like you could only enter from one point and then you exited from the same point. So you didn't have to worry about, you know, trying to pass people. Whereas we did one day go down the Skyfall road and I like thought we Sky might die. Falls in the movie Skyfall or is it just yes, Skyfall? As in, no, as in the movie Skyfall, like where he's driven to, you know, his like family residence and it's like a, you know, famous road now. So a lot of people drive down it, but it's like almost less than a single track. And it's so much like that, that almost every, I don't know, 50 yards, they have like a passing point because it's people go down it to a point to get the photo of like the skyfall view. And then they turn around and come back. It's like, uh, over it. <laughs> it was beautiful, but it was very stressful. And I'm just a passenger. I didn't have to drive. So, um, I mean, we definitely had some, we had a bit of haggis, probably not as much as we thought we were going to have. But there was one place where it was really good. And then after that, we were like, why even bother? <laughs> um, what, the One of the last hotels we stayed at had a hot tub. That was nice. <laughs> did you bring a swimsuit? Uh, were you like prepared for I there did. to be? I was because two of the hotels had pools. So we were prepared mm, okay. for swimsuits. But only one had a hot tub. Um, but yeah, I mean, it was just nice to have like, I don't think we've taken, we literally never done like a full week trip. I think just the two of us. Um, that wasn't like, you know, going back to the States for Christmas or something. So we always do these little shorter, like five like day a, ones. I feel like that's a requirement for you get married to go on some trip together where you see if you want to murder each other or not. <laughs> well, I feel like all the other trips we've done have always been like five days, you know, like a Wednesday to Sunday or whatever. So it was like the properly first full week one that we did. I think for Tim and I it was the Australia trip we went on, which was two weeks and like mostly mm. hostels. So we didn't want to yeah, murder each other tough. after that, then probably good. <laughs> yeah. There were times, yeah, we're but you know, <laughs> just like on any trip, you're like, <laughs> I think on any trip, you probably feel like that like about certain, your partner. Yeah, true. After a certain point, it's kind of like, you know, we have all this stuff planned and I'm just like the night before, it, we just got into a routine where I'd be like, what time do we need to leave? So then I know what time we need to get up. And it's just like, I have time to you know, drink my like fiber water because we haven't even seen a vegetable in seven days. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think it's very, I think it's you, I think it's interesting who you enjoy traveling with or who you can travel with versus who you can't, you know, because there's some certain mm. people you're like, no, thank you. And then there's That's other true. people you travel with all the time and you're like, it's fine. It works out. Yeah, it's fine. Works out well. Yeah, it was kind of, so it was kind of a fun trip. I think people were always surprised, like my coworkers and stuff when I was saying like, oh, we're doing like, it's like, oh, where are you going? And it's like, oh, we're doing this whole big loop, going to like seven places, blah, blah, blah. And they're like, what? And it's like, oh, well, I guess we just planned like the great Scottish road trip and like without <laughs> really realizing it. it sounds fun. Um, but, in but in total, the drive, because uh, the rental car was like, you know, a hundred miles a day on average or whatever. And we came in just like, 45 miles under that so we did like in seven days 650 miles of driving which to most americans is like nothing yeah, I'm so like, eh. i know we did that when I, the same wedding we road tripped up there you know and we drove like all of california and like did like yeah. seattle portland and um and it was it was fun it was like definitely an experience and i'm like oh we should do more road trips it's, they're kind of fun yeah. you know well you guys do that well, every yeah time, you have but... a, like nice 
comfy cars and stuff. I think uh, it just basically this whole trip solidified the fact that Jack's like, yeah, it's time for us to upgrade our cars <laughs> and like not be driving yeah. like 2005s and 2008s. Uh, and like get because our cars are definitely like noisier and like on the road and stuff. My car doesn't even have cruise control, so. Oh, I know the the adaptive cruise control is pretty clutch. I'm not gonna lie, we did use that yeah. a lot when we were. Yeah, I mean, I think we're both pretty keen on at one point eventually getting like a Tesla. So we just gotta like sort it out. Yeah, I'll have to see where next place we end up is because we don't have the way to charge it. That always seems to be the yeah big issue. But yeah, right now I'm like, we have two options. I'd be like, you know, throwing five bucks at our neighbor down the block that we've never met, but I can see the charger out front of their house <laughs> or at Jack's uh, office. They have charging. See, if that's the case, you could do that. Like, that's what I had a friend who yeah. had one at the time. They didn't have like, this was like early days of having Teslas and like, but she, there was one at the hospital she worked at. So she was able, always able to charge it there. I was like, see, if I had that, that'd be fine. Yeah. But nowhere I work has had that either. So Whatever. Yeah, because the, the limited amount of driving we do, that would be more than fine. And also, I mean, so we went to Edinburgh. On this trip, we did not go to Edinburgh Ugh, because we've been favorite, there before. Favorite city. Like nine years ago, almost 10 years ago, we went. And even when we went there, the hotel we stayed at, the like parking garage for it, had Tesla charging stations. That was like early days. And there was like so many of them were like, whoa. But on this trip, everywhere we went, like there was electric parking at every single place. Like obviously not Tesla, but... Like, it just is so pervasive up there, so it's, like, not even, wouldn't even be concerned with, like, yeah. trying to find a place to charge. Well, that's nice. Because even just, like, ran- even just random, like, free town council car parks. I mean, ours has one. I don't know if it's any good, but, like, yeah, it was just very I mean, I'll tell you, I've driven a good amount of the country in a Tesla at this point, and you'll, True. there are places to charge. Are they always the best places? Yeah. No, but there are places to charge. It might be <laughs> in the grocery store parking lot or in, like... A deserted, a deserted a strip mall lap. that has like one Sonic or the Casey Jones Railroad Museum, which is it's a treat for anyone who might hey, there you go be stopping by. But um, so you didn't see the Loch Ness monster, is what I'm hearing. No, we did go, we did go to Loch Ness, and we did do a boat tour, but we did not see the Loch Ness monster. Did you see any shadows or any movements on the water? No, there's not. There's nothing. Ugh. Yeah, I know. Same when I went. I thought yeah, it was nothing. It was Nessie yeah, might make it. was humongous appearance. though. Yeah. I didn't think I wasn't expecting the lock to be that big, but and I mean we just saw a small portion of it. And that's just yeah, what you see humongous. on the surface. I feel like there's all a little <laughs> True. I mean we did go over the, they said we went over the deepest part because we went and drove past the like Urquhart Castle ruins mm-hmm. and like did a loop de around there. And it was like me standing out the front of the boat and Jack did come and we were staying out there because it was much cooler out the front of the boat next to like the gaggle of ladies and they were just like so loud but it's so funny <laughs> one of them was i don't even know what they're talking about but i just like would get like pieces of their conversation at one point one of them was like oh once i spent 32 quid on a bottle of wine i've never spent that much on anything before <laughs> was that like 32 dollars like yeah jack and i both looked at each other and we were like but was that at a restaurant or at a store because that's two very different 32 pounds <laughs> even still that's not even like that much money i'm like okay no. it's really not i'm like because <laughs> then later we, well, we did go to one distillery i guess we went to the like um it's called the dalwini distillery because we were originally going to go up top the Carngorm mountain um they have a little railway that takes you up and then we were going to go to balmoral castle 
Um, but then when we went to book Balmoral Castle, we learned that, surprise, since yesterday, it's now closed for two weeks, including the time we were going to be there. Oh, um, no. Probably the are going to be there. Um, and then we had booked the Kangor Mountains uh, funicular ride still. And so we're like, okay, instead of Balmoral, we'll go to this distillery. So we booked the funicular ride to the top for the views. And then like two days later, they're like, just kidding. We've been doing like a safety evaluation of it for two years and the results just came in and we have to close the railway. Oh my God, that would have been a disaster. So we did drive up, you know, they just have like a base camp thing that's honestly most of the way up anyway and you can park and there's like a cafe. So we did go up there and see the views. Um, but after we I'm sorry, seen... two years seems too long to be doing a safety review, <laughs> by the way. That's a lot of yeah. rides. I don't know. Okay, sorry. I was I just like, like... That's what I read. I agree. my mind when I heard that. I agree. Um, but by that point, we'd already been to the, like, biggest mountain in the UK, which is Ben Nevis. So, like, we'd already seen that. And, you know, so we're like, I mean, it's fine. We're like, the views are fine. Was, you know, by then, it was later in the week. It was, like, always a little mistier in the morning, so you couldn't always see so much. But then we went down to like a smaller lock and they had a beach side and that was cool. I was like, oh, I can easily see. I was like, now I understand why this is the one where people come and they like stay in a cabin for a week and then they like go and pretend they're at the beach. Um, if it's just warm, like definitely for sure. Sure. But then we just drove to the distillery and we were there very early um, and I bought quite a few souvenirs. Um, and we did do a tour of the distillery, which was really cool because they had like people working in the distillery. Like you actually went in the actual rooms. Whereas we've been to Jameson's before and it's kind of more like an exhibit and a museum. Um, yeah, but they had like the guy like, yeah, they had the guy <clears throat> running off the like first process of from the still. That's cool. Where he was like se- separating out like the first, you know, the stuff that's like 80% alcohol. So you, they don't sell it. They just reuse it again through the cycle and stuff. So that was cool. It was very hot. Yeah. But um, and then we did a tasting and there's a few people driving. I guess they're not allowed to let people do tastings if they're driving. So they gave Jack like little bottles and he like decanted his in. But then there was like chocolate along with it. And then we got um, like a little souvenir um, tasting glass to take. that's like etched with Dalwini distillery on it. I mean, the whole tour was only like 17 pounds per person. Oh, wow. And we got so much stuff. I was like, we paid more than that to go see like random castles. Like, <laughs> so that was a very good value. Apparently, I think she said something like that they're the most northern freshwater distillery or something like that because they have a spring like or a stream that they use the water from um there's like it comes from some lock that's on some private land and it's like a old timey gentleman's agreement every year they give them 72 bottles of whiskey <laughs> so i'd like a uh, they have a letter in a frame like on that. display that's good 72 that's bottles like the, that's the yeah. amount <laughs> Yeah, they had a thing on display. I mean, at the end, based on that that one, what they sell it for, it's like five grand, which, I mean, just for the free water, so. Mm. Sounds cool. So that was cool. Yeah. But no, I think we had a good time overall. Later in the week, we were able to, we were at some bigger places. We were able to go to like a Mediterranean restaurant and then to, um, where else did we go? I don't know. Oh, we went to an Indian restaurant. So like places that had meats with vegetables um and like less everything comes on a burger bun with fries so <laughs> that was good that's always good mix a few veggies yeah. in there i was like I, yeah i was like this is the best hummus i've had in my life <laughs> i feel like sometimes it's hard when traveling because i feel like as americans mm-hmm. we're used to them having salads you know like even like yeah. a side yeah. salad and i feel like a lot of places you might go you're like okay i guess maybe they do have salad but like it's just 
but they really don't. They really yeah. don't. Like literally, almost never. No, no place we went had salads. Like the closest we got to salad was uh, one place we went <clears throat> had. I got like two starters, and Jack got a burger or something. And my starter was like haggis, neeps, and tatties, which is like uh, turnips and potatoes. So I was like, finally vegetables, even though it's like. But I was like, but at least it's not a deep fried potato. Um, and then the other starter was like little, um, almost like black pudding hush puppies, I guess. But it was only three of them. But underneath it was like a beautiful chopped salad. I was like, what? I wasn't expecting this. It was like, yeah, lettuce with, I don't even like cucumber and tomato. I was like, but I ate every one. Cucumber and tomato. Yeah. yeah. I love cucumbers now. <laughs> I know. There's nothing better than like you're on a trip where you're just eating like crap and you come back and you're like give me a salad which is something i never am like give me a salad <laughs> yeah about three days in i was like i need a salad so it was every place i was looking for like i was like where i was like i need like a turkish restaurant or a greek restaurant i was like somewhere where we can get like hummus and grilled meats <laughs> um well sounds like you guys had a great time yeah it was good and then I was unpacking today. It was very easy to unpack because I wore everything that I took with me except for one spare pair of socks, a spare sports bra, and a sweater. That LOL, why did I take a sweater? I took a sweater and my jacket thinking it was going to rain. I didn't wear either of them. So. Well, yeah. I know. Yeah. So that's my best That's my best small bag packing job yet. I know. I'm trying to I figure out what I'm going to pack for this trip to Vegas I'm about to head on. And, uh, I know. It's going to be real hot, and I feel like I don't know how to dress for, like, walking around in hot weather. Because it's like, well... I agree. It's like, if I was just, like, walking around on my own, I'd be like, I don't care if I wear leggings and, like, whatever. But it's like, I'm doing, like, you know, going to food tours and stuff, and it's like, I don't want to look like a scrub. I don't want no scrubs. that's always my issue. I was expecting us to go to Scotland and have it be, like, lovely and autumnal. And I was like, great, I can wear, like, you know, my crop sweatshirt and leggings situation. Nope. <laughs> too hot i know one time tim and i went to vegas in like january or february maybe which is like not the time i'd ever been to vegas before because like why would you go to vegas when you like it's too cold to go to the pool or whatever and i was like no this is great you can just wear like you know jeans and a sweater and like it's fine it's like <laughs> not cold enough that you have to wear like a jacket yeah. but it's like cool enough that you're not dying from the heat so yeah um but yeah, I'm like, can I do it all in a small bag? But then I'm like, well, I'm flying Southwest, so who cares? Like, free check bags, but That's also, true. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. See what I decide. It means I having bring. to, like, wait your, for your bag. That's the only downside. Well, whatever. But I mean, I check half the time, they make you check it anyways, so. True. True. I do feel like it's good on Southwest because they do the free bags, so, like, most people just check their bags anyway. That's true. And you're like, why not? Like So then... So then you don't have to fight for overhead space if you do want it. I know. But anyways, well, that sounds fun. Um, I haven't been doing anything fun other than working, so I have nothing to report. Um, yeah, I'm really not looking forward to going back into work tomorrow. I'm like, no, I don't want to. Welcome back to the world of work. <laughs> Boo. Um, should we, is there any other um, pop culture or any type of, I feel like I had something and now I've like forgotten it because it's been so long since we recorded, but. Um, I don't know. Was it? Our ode to Jimmy Buffett, oh, our family maybe, tribute. Maybe that was so sad. I was yeah, like, that was sad. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was sad. I would have loved to be in like, not that I would love to be in Florida. Don't ever hear me say that, but <laughs> it would have been cool to be in the Keys. I saw a little like they yeah. did like a whole like parade, you know, type of thing. Just like, oh man, that's great. Um, 
you know, so. Anyways, it was a bummer. I was like, oh. And he wasn't very old either. He was only like, what, like no. 72 or something like that? Like, Yeah, just was like, wasn't something you'd expect at all. No. So that was a bummer. Um, I'm trying to think if there's anything else happier than that that is worth discussing. <laughs> oh, Olivia Rodrigo has a new album out that I need to listen to. Um, oh, I only, I only know the one song that they've been yes, playing on the radio. The vampire one or whatever. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, but if anyone ever missed out on our discussion about the Olivia, first Olivia Rodrigo album, you can go back and listen to that. But I gotta listen to it. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think. Like there was something i can't think of what it is so before we get into what we're mainly discussing well i guess probably not you haven't been watching anything because you've been on a trip I'm trying to think if there's anything i've watched nope. that's worth we've mentioning. been watching that was that was the joke on the trip i was like so what like random um old british like murder crime show am i not gonna pay attention to tonight <laughs> yeah but honestly, honestly, some of the hotels we stayed in, like, the Wi-Fi was a little spotty. It would just depend. They were all kind of all over the place. Some had really good Wi-Fi. Some had, like, the t- only the TV worked. Some of them, the TV reception signal, like, didn't really work. So our, like, we were usually kind of, like, just zoned out, like, reading on our phones or whatever. But there was a few nights where we watched, like, you know, Midsummer Murders. One night Vera was on, I think, and Jack ac- actually watched it, but I was reading a book. Um, and then there was a few nights, as it got later in the week, like, fr- on thursday and friday then there was some like you know comedy panel shows at least that we could randomly watch on the five available channels <laughs> it was rough ironically we were like why was the television the english tv in sweden was better than this it always happens that way i feel like um i was like there's no food network or HGTV. come on <laughs> um let's see i mean we're watching only murders but obviously that's still going i'm trying to think we watched a couple True. We did documentaries about volcanoes, which was pretty intense. Like, there's one on HBO about this couple. I think it was on HBO. Might have been on Netflix. I can't keep track. But, oh, no. I think that one might have been on Disney, actually. But it's about a couple who, like, is volcano hunters. It's very, like, Wes Anderson-y. Like, if... Oh, I don't know if it's just the person that cut it was like that or, like... I was like, this literally could be a Wes like, Anderson film. Are, like, how do you hunt, hunt a volcano? Like, um, or are they just like? I mean, I guess they're more like volcanoes. volcanologists or whatever. But like, okay. they're like obsessed, and they went to like all these volcanoes Got and whatever. It. So that was interesting. But then we watched one, which I think was on Netflix, about those people that got stuck on the volcano that exploded in New Zealand like a couple years ago. It's crazy, Ooh, crazy, whoa. but I it's intense. I remember that. It's intense. Okay. So like, I you know, um. Yeah, I don't remember there being, like, a ton of coverage here about it, like, at all. No. But it was insane. So, anyways. Yeah, that sounds crazy. Watch those. I'm trying to think what else. Um, we watched, you know, a very modern era film of uh, Mission Impossible 2. And we watched it twice. <laughs> oh, no. Why? <laughs> no, I think because uh, one night in one of the hotels, it, like, came on late. And so we, like, just started having it on in the background it came on after um they must have been one channel doing all the bond movies because it was like each night was like a next one and a next one um but it started with the third and then it was like the then the fourth and the fifth um but then after they were trying to play starting to play mission impossible 2 but then the static like hit the like 20 minutes in okay took so out you didn't the... watch it fully twice no just... we didn't we didn't watch the, but the fact that the same channel was like or playing it twice yeah. like four days apart we're like okay i guess we'll watch it now it'll be on in full I mean, I could watch it once in full, but I'm like, that's in yeah, the same week no, watching it twice? No, no thank you. 
Um, oh, you know what oh, movie so we watched funny. last night that I had never seen? I'm guessing you haven't seen it, but I could be wrong. Is The Great Muppet Caper. Is that, which one is that one? I always get them all confused. See, I've only seen Muppets Take Manhattan, which is the one where they're, like, in New York and Kermit gets amnesia. And then, obviously, we've seen, like, uh-huh. Christmas Carol, uh, the the pirate one, the space one I think I've seen. But The Great Muppet Caper was, like, the second one that they did. And it's basically, like, set in London, which I had never seen it. And I guess, to me, family, it's a big one that they used to watch. And I was like, well, I've never seen it, oh, so... No. I don't think we have, and I feel like Jack and I did a thing when we first got Disney Plus. Was like we went and watched through all the Muppet stuff, but maybe we didn't watch the older ones. Maybe we just watched the newer stuff. Mm-hmm. Well, my so no, I don't think I've seen that I one. Watch it. I have I to watch it. But yeah, they don't the have the Muppets Take Manhattan on Disney Plus for some reason, or, or I know the reason because Sony owns it. Apparently, they own that one. Oh, uh, okay. And they own the one in space. I think. So interesting. So like Disney, you have money, buy that back. But what are they doing with? Yeah, for real. Two Muppet movies. For real. Um, so we watched that, um, which was cute and fun. Yeah. You know, I thought Mission Impossible 2 from 2000 was going to be the, you know, winner for oldest nope. to watch this week. Nope. But, you know, Great nope. Muppet nope. Caper. Nope. 26th of June, 1981. Yep. <laughs> Casual. That's not even the first one. The first one was the Muppet movie, nope. which was, I think, 1979. <laughs> we were looking last night. So I didn't think that Brilliant. one either. Um, so, yeah, I don't know how we missed the Great Muppet Caper when we were younger, but... I don't know. I'm trying to think if there's anything else interesting we watched. Oh, uh, we started the Secret Invasion show, the Marvel one. Yeah, Jack okay. watched that. We watched, we watched like two episodes together, and then I was just like, I don't care. So he did watch the rest we of it. Have, we're on like episode three or four or something. And <laughs> I mean, spoiler alerts. I'm going to say this now in case you haven't watched and you want to watch it. I cannot believe they killed off Maria Hill. Yeah. And I was like, I know. what are we even doing here? Like. So it's annoying. like poor Maria Hill. She never got her due. She never got like, like ever. I was like, and she's dead now. As far as I know, she's dead unless somehow they bring her back, which you know it's Marvel, so I guess they could. But um, I agree. But yeah, it's like it's fine. Um, what else? I guess that's all. That's probably all the high level things. So I guess we can start talking about what we actually are going to talk about. We're like so late to the game. <laughs> We're so late. To no, the- we've been busy. But then you finally went and saw Barbie. the Barbie movie. And I was like, great, we can talk about it in two weeks. In two so weeks. hopefully you remember I don't, it. I mean, I kind of remember, so. Um, hopefully you remember it even more than me. I know. Well, we're both late to the party on Barbie. I feel like we both saw it, like, way after it actually got released. I know, but even when I, I went to see it, it was a Wednesday, a month after it came out. I went with some ladies, and the theater was packed. So it was, Yeah. The last time Jack and I went to a movie, it was, like, for Shang-Chi, I think, in the 12 Golden Rings or whatever. Um, it was either that one or... <laughs> <laughs> it was either that Marvel movie or, a diff- like, one, another one. And, you know, obviously it was, like, still kind of recently after COVID and stuff. There's maybe 12 people in the theater. But, no, there's, like, 500 people a month later on a random Wednesday. So, um, yeah, we went on, like... Popping. A Sunday morning at like 9 a.m. And there were people there. I mean, it wasn't like I was like, we're going to be the only people in the theater. No, there there were people (laughs) there. It wasn't like packed or anything. But I mean, still a good amount of people going to see Barbie. Um, What I my favorite guys that got went to see it were I don't want to make assumptions about what they're, you know, whatever. But like it was just like two guys in like baseball hats, like San Diego 
Padre baseball hats, and they were just like together. And I was like, all right, maybe it's just two bros that are like, you want to bro out and go see the go see Barbie, go see the Barbie movie. It's like cool. I feel like there's been a lot of like reels and TikToks and stuff that are like that, where it's like you know, a guy getting ready to go see Barbie, and then his friend rolls up in the car and he's like, oh, hey man, what movie are you getting ready to go see? Like Oppenheimer. He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it's like, but he's wearing like a pink hat, and then the friend like parks the car, and like a bunch of them get out, and they're like, no, I'm, I'm, go- we're going to see Barbie too, like. And they're all dressed, like, for Barbie, and one of them has, like, a pink backpack. Like, it's really, it's a good reel. It was funny. I saw, there's this uh, person I follow on TikTok who's a British guy, and um, he did this video, like, right after seeing Oppenheimer. He's like, I had no, he's like, why didn't anyone warn me about Oppenheimer? Like, I thought it was going to be, like, <laughs> similar to, like, Barbie, because, like, they kept being, like, Barbieheimer, Barbieheimer, you know? And his boyfriend or partner or whatever was like, what are you talking about? Like, are you an idiot? Like, like Oppenheimer real thing. What would make you think that it was like anything like Barbie? It's like I'm traumatized. He's like, there was no musicals or anything. <laughs> Oppenheimer. Uh, but yeah. So, anyways, we both saw Barbie finally, and uh, so initial reactions. Um, I really liked it. Yeah. I, you know, you and I talk a lot about how. We're- recently we were like there's no good like rom-coms or anything and i realized barbie isn't a rom-com but the ladies that i went to see barbie with we also started to have the same discussion because i was we're like oh there's like no you know of course and they're british and they're all more like in their mid to late 40s so to them like a classic rom-com is like with hugh grant or like what you know bridget jones's diary type you know era so like this is great and we're like you know we just want like a corny rom you know rom-com like they just don't make them anymore um so we're like kind of we're like it's nice to go see a movie that isn't just like you know part of the fast and the furious franchise or like marvel or just like something different you know it's just like oh fucking finally um and then what was the best was i was gonna say they definitely i don't i don't know if there's just not a lot of movies coming out right now or they just like don't care but the irony is it's it's the barbie movie right the two trailers or they might have done three trailers but the two i can remember one was for like a random DC comics movie that's coming out. So like definitely not the target demo. And the other one was for Dune 2. I was mm. like, the people in this crowd are, I don't know, maybe 50% will go and see Dune 2. None of the five ladies I was with had seen the first one. So. Well, it's funny because we had seen, we went to go see Indiana Jones the day before. Like we had done like a mm-hmm. movie each day, like Saturday and Sunday. Yeah, And... The movie, the trailer they showed before Indiana Jones were like all these like action movies and like you yeah. know intense and maybe even Dune. I can't remember. We did see Dune too, but I can't remember what was which movie was that. And then like, and Barbie was like completely different. Like the trailer was there, obviously. <laughs> well, you know? that's how it should be. But it was it funny. Was I think funny. Indiana Jones it was literally like all action, like The Expendables, like all these like kind of like R-rated action <laughs> movies. And then at the very end, they showed a trailer for that movie Wish, that Disney movie. That's like an animated movie. I was like, real hard tone shift, like here in the trailers. <laughs> They're trying to fill the time that they have to fill. I just, it also had been so long since we've been to a movie in a theater that I forgot. UK movies, they show like 30 minutes of commercials. Like, I swear. Like, they'll be run, they just run commercials. And you know, in the US, that like in the olden days, they had the things on the screen and like have your eye here. Yeah. But it's like, no, there's like 10, like the lights dim and there's like five to 10 minutes of straight up just commercials before you even mm. get to the trailers like it's so weird because then i'm always like oh we have to like get to the theater early like you know and get in our seats get comfortable and jack's like we literally could be 15 minutes late and they won't even have started the trailers 
I'm like, I'm sorry, I, I forget. <laughs> and we now everyone has assigned seating running, anyway, so. Yeah, we were running late to, not late, but like Indy, we were like getting a raise of starting. But there were literally like 30 minutes of trailers. It was like insane, so. Yeah. Anyways, but yeah, I say I also really, really liked Barbie. Um, so heads up to like Greta Gerwig and like, you know, just, I mean, I hear a story, I heard a story that she went in and said, this movie will make a billion dollars and it has. So props to yeah. her. And I, know, I feel great. like I'm glad. she is proving herself to be a director. Like I'm excited to see like what else she has up her sleeve. Oh no, you've gone all pixelated on me. Oh no. I mean, as long as I can still hear you, I guess it's fine. Okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, anyways, I mean, I feel she, like I feel like her movies yeah. are always critically acclaimed, and so. But I'm glad that mm-hmm. now she's had one that's been like you know, a, a money smash, box office smash, because yeah, and obviously in Hollywood, money talks. I mean, I just feel like she is able to tell stories about like women in Mm -hmm. like a way that is different in some way i don't know like she turned in little women she turned like probably the least likable character and probably to like one of the most likable characters you know what i mean for sure which is like one speech and i'm like she just she gets it you know she gets it i don't know how to like describe that she understands what it is to be a woman the struggles that are there and like how to but also, like, how do you, like, take that improvement with Barbie and, uh, in a fun way, you know, and kind of, like, laugh at it mm-hmm. a bit? Yeah, for sure. I know. I feel like I want to watch it. I'm glad I went and saw it on the big screen just because there's so much going on. And it's, like, you just have to know that, like, every single thing is, like, so thought through and, like, the set pieces and the backgrounds oh, yeah. and everything. I definitely want to watch it again because I'm sure there's, like, tons of stuff that I missed, like, in the little details. But... Even just on the first pass, like, the details are just so good. I mean, it was so good. I guess we should have said the beginning of the spoilers, whatever. So if you haven't seen Barbie yet, which is <laughs> fine. But um, I just, like, even in the opening scene where she's, like, opening up the fridge and, like, the stickers that are on, like, it's, like, you know, half the stuff's yeah. fake and half the stuff's little, like, and it's yeah. all, and she's not eating anything or drinking anything, really. It's just so perfect like as a person who was really into barbies when they were younger yeah um i was just like this is perfection perfection that's so funny everyone in the group that i was with was talking about like oh what was your like what barbie did you have what was your favorite barbie and i was like um so i had like my sister's hand-me-down barbie so they were just all together in a box (laughs) with like a bunch of clothes like i was like i don't know what barbies they were because they were just all naked in a box with a sorted clothes i was like but we did have like a barbie house and convertible so you know swag i was like honestly my favorite barbie was the anastasia yeah i was like my favorite barbie was the anastasia not barbie barbie that's the only one i had that was for myself yeah (laughs) well my favorite barbies were always the mermaids because they had mermaid barbies which i love because they had mermaid barbies and i was like yes and then i saw an interview with margot robbie and they were like, what was your favorite Barbie growing up? And she's like, she's like walking away and she turns back. She's like, the mermaids. And I was like, yes, she knows what's up. I do think I had one that was like a one they made in the like early 2000s or whatever, where it was like, you know, temporary hair dye. So you could like dye their hair and also your own hair type thing. Yeah, I do remember that. What I want to know is, did anyone out there actually ever have the like, quote unquote, life size Barbie where it was like, 
had the outfit. Ooh, I feel like that, that was, was like you had to be a baller. I feel like no, if you had a lifestyle. I feel like that was always the one that the commercials were for. And so I'm like, I want to know who has that. Who had that? We had like the Barbie head though, where you could like, it was like a that's true. That I now that I'm thinking about it. But yeah, it's life size. I don't know anyone that had a lifestyle. No, I don't know anyone that had a life size Barbie. I feel like you had to be rich to have that. I mean, like really (laughs) rich. You know, you gotta get that. Like, I mean, that's the thing. Barbies used to be. Barbies used to be really expensive. I feel like now they're not as much. But well, you know, I had to earn my Barbies. I had to earn them by like. So you just got them for me. I did all the hard work (laughs) to get those Barbies. I had to like put together contracts. And say, like, I will read this many amount of books <laughs> and show that I did that to earn my Barbies. So you you're go. welcome. Yeah. Paved you're the welcome way. for all the hours <laughs> I had to toil. Get those Barbies for you. That's like how um, when I got my Razor scooter, dad bought it for me at Models, And then we got home and I had to cut him a check for a hundred and like four dollars or whatever. <laughs> After tax, it was like, you know, a hundred and four dollars and 62 cents or whatever. I don't know. Because, well, back then I didn't have a debit card, only an ATM card. Yeah. So, you know, I, I did have a Razor scooter, but I had to buy it for myself. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, but yeah, so I think like all the staging was perfect. I cannot believe they built those like Barbie dream houses. Amazing. Yeah. Loved everything Amazing. about it. Um, so I'm trying to think. So then we have, you have your Barbies, all your Barbies. I love how they... I just love thinking about how much research they did to figure out, like, all the different types of Barbies. Yes. Like, you had Midge, who was, like, her friends. I feel like we didn't get enough, like, Skipper yeah, or, like, Stacy or whatever, you know? Like, mm-hmm. we need a little more there. Um, and then, like, with Alan, which was so funny. And it's, like, <laughs> it's like oh, Alan. Um, and his only distinguishing thing is he can share clothes with Ken. Yeah. That was, like, how they sold him, which was so funny. <laughs> um but yeah, so then we get to meet all the Kens, and it's just, I think it's so funny how you always knew, like, which Ken, or, like, they were talking about, you know? It's yeah, like, yeah. You know, even though everyone has the same hey, name, like, it's yeah. like, hey, Ken. <laughs> and Ryan, oh my god, like, I know this is, like, Margot Robbie, she's a star, but come on, Ryan Gosling it was, hilarious. was so funny. Like, I know he's just Ken, but, like, <laughs> he's like, Knuff, stole the okay. show, almost. Yeah. He's Knuff. <laughs> and I love his, like... Even in the first scene where they go to the beach and she's like, he's like, hey, Barbie. And then, like, all these other Kens say hi to her. And then, like, uh, Simu Lu, that's his name, right? From Shang-Chi or whatever. Yeah. And he goes, he's like, hey, Ken. And Ryan Gosling, she's like, ugh. Like, throws his hand up. <laughs> it's so good. So funny. Um, I'm trying to think. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure we don't need to give, like, a plot synopsis. No. But I just, it I just, just love one the of those... idea of... Yeah, go ahead. Oh, yeah. I was just saying, it's just one of those things where I remember when it first got announced and everyone was like, WTF, like, how are you going to make a Barbie movie? Like, what is this even going to be? What is it going to be about? And then I feel like there wasn't necessarily much buzz about it. And then the, like, first trailer dropped and, like, every millennial on the planet was like, oh, shit, like, this is going to be good. Like, Well, I mean, you have that scene where she steps out of her shoes into, like, just the... Because, I mean, like... yeah. Just, you're like, oh my god, if they nailed this so hard, it's like, what is this movie going to be? Because yeah. you're just like, I remember Chrissy Teen was like, I need to know everything about the shot. How did you, like, get it, you know? Like, mm-hmm. and just like the perfect pointed toe, which is like Barbie, you know? Yep. So. 
and it's why we can't move and this is the whole thing in the movie where her feet go flat it was so funny and then <laughs> she's like if i had to if my feet were like this i would never wear heels yep. like, yeah. and i think it's funny because the whole thing they had like birkenstocks or whatever mm-hmm. as like the, the shoe and i was we- literally wearing like birkenstocks <laughs> to the theater i was like yeah um, no, but you're totally right. I think people were, I mean, you hear about, like, you're just like, okay, you're making a Barbie movie? Cool. Like, yeah, like, we were, we were it's all. It's like when they made the Lego yeah, movie, we, we right? We were all Everyone being haterators. Like, we yeah, we were like, what even is this? We were all being, like, a live action Barbie movie. What is the plot even going to be? Like, we were all being haterators, and, you know, we just had to eat our words. I mean, exactly when the Lego movie came out, I think everyone was exactly the same. Like, oh, yeah. are we going to do a Lego movie? Like, and then everyone was like, <laughs> oh, never mind. We're wrong. But I was happy to be proven wrong because I was so nervous because, you know, all the marketing and then it comes out and it's doing well. And you're like, oh, my God, I hope I'm going to like this movie because, like, if I don't, I feel like it's going to be such a letdown. It's like sometimes it's too hard when it's, like, built up in your head. You're like, yeah, I want it to be so good. And it was. It was so good. And I I agree. I want to watch it again because I think there's so many little things that, like, I probably miss because – and I think one thing about the movie is, like, I feel like you barely knew what was going to happen from, like, one – second to the next you're like oh now there's like a musical number happening mm-hmm. okay like now <laughs> it's like what's gonna happen now so like you scene, never knew it was gonna happen the scene so you can like sit there and look in the background you're like i just have to pay attention or i'm gonna miss what's happening okay so the scene in the beginning where you know they're like um she's like you know have it's like they've done the intros intro to all the kens and it's like oh party at my house later so having the party and they're just dancing whatever and then she's like do you guys ever think about dying? Oh my god, <laughs> I texted you that. And I was like, when I went to see it, I was immediately like, I need Elizabeth to watch this movie right now. And then I texted you that, like, after I saw it. I literally I texted you that. I just knew. I was like, this scene, you're gonna be like, wow, relatable. I'm like, oh god. I was like laughing so hard. I don't know if I was the only person laughing in the theater. I was like, mm-hmm. oh no, our whole theater was cracking up. I feel like that's the British humor right there. Um, well, I was already like laughing really hard at the beginning. I was like, oh no, no one's in the theater is laughing. At, like the very beginning when they're talking about like Barbie and she like changed the world, and they're like, yeah, and it's fixed for women everywhere or something <laughs> like that. And I was just yeah. laughing, and I was like, no All one else is definitely, laughing. Definitely in our crowd, people were laughing at that, for sure. They started laughing, but I was like, Am I, I laughed loudly at that first one. I'm like, ha, 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 ha. I feel like um, a lot of people in, like, review, like, you know, trying to do, like, hot takes of reviews or whatever, and um, they're like, oh, the beginning, and it's like, like you know, because the opening sequence where it, like, intros Barbie. Well, one, I was like, yeah. is this... Are Dame Helen Mirren? Like, yeah. <laughs> I was like, I was like, oh hey, what, what's up, girl? Like, doing the voiceover. Yeah. I was like, that's a surprise. Um, but I feel like a lot of people, it kind of went over their heads that like the opening sequence is like an homage to you know, definitely yeah. the movie that's not our favorite movie, two thousand one Space Odyssey. But it's not mine. No, but <laughs> it's not mine either. It's classic, but it's a classic. But I feel like I don't know. I feel like I read a lot of pieces where they're like the they were like harping on the opening sequence and it's like showing girls like breaking their dolls also it's like dudes trying to have like hot takes on it or whatever uh, and i was and then okay. literally all the comments are like y'all are fucking idiots like it's literally an homage to 2001 space yeah. odyssey like get the fuck out 
Yeah, and I heard somewhere that they actually molded, like, Margot Robbie's legs and built, like, it wasn't, like, no CGI in that, like, or whatever. And so they could actually, and I think that's, and I'm not the first person to say this, I'm sure I heard this somewhere else, but, like, I do really appreciate that I feel like everything was, like, a physical thing. Like, it wasn't, Mm. and I think that is something that made it feel more grounded, you know, even though it's a movie about Barbie. But, like, everything was, like, she could hold everything and, like, I just, like... It must have been so fun to be, like, a production designer on this yes, movie. Because yes. it was just, like, must have been insane, but also fun, you know? Because it's, like... I agree. It's not, like, a period piece or just, like, whatever. It's, like, you're literally getting to make Barbie. Barbie stuff. Um, yeah. But, yeah. Ken, amazing. Loved, like... The Kens are so I really funny. want his, like... I really want his, like, mink... Like, his fake <laughs> mink jacket. I was, like, that's the style. I like it. Yeah, he's like, let the jacket do the talking for you. I saw some interview where he's like, if you have don't have a personality, a real fake mink jacket will really help with that. Really do a lot of the work. Um, I feel like yeah, there's that, which actually reminds me. You know, he has his little song and dance, and that's another movie we did watch before it got staticky. Mission Impossible Two was Grease was on one of the channels, and Jack had never Mm. seen Grease, so he was semi paying attention. But I watched it, and um, I feel like his the Ken dance sequences are very much like. You know, Grease Lightning. Definitely need to have a double feature Grease, Grease 2 viewing party for the guys. Yeah, who watches Grease (laughs) 2? Oh, I like Grease 2. No, the best was we're watching it, and then finally Jack, like, fully is paying attention, and it's, like, maybe halfway through already. But then at the end, you know, we're getting, you know, it's like the school dance, and it's like, you know, and then we're both like, yeah, you know, the classic tight pants and da-da-da. And I forget, I think I had said something. I was like, you know, I was like, if her hip bones aren't poking out, then it's, like, you know, like old-timey. I was like, it's not thin enough. It's ridiculous. Um, but then, you know, they have the bit where they drive off into the car. <laughs> He's like, what yeah. the fuck just happened? I was like, I couldn't you just tell you. watch the whole thing. It's like, it's the magic of Grease. <laughs> it's the magic of Grease, baby. Um, but yeah, that was very Grease. Very, like, even, it was very, like, singing the rain, old Hollywood yeah. musical, where yeah. they, like, went to, like, a room, and they're all in black and dancing. Um, I just love that. Oh, did Okay. Sorry, go ahead. Oh, go I was ahead. supposed to say I love that Ken was just obsessed with horses and all he wanted to do was Oh, horses and horses and yeah. Barbie. That was it. That was all he was obsessed with. He's like, with. I love at the end where he's like, Well, I was like, I figured out the patriarchy was like not as much about horses as I thought it was gonna be, and I was like a little bit let down. Yeah, he's like, and then I um, lost interest. <laughs> and then I lost interest. It was less about horses. But um, okay. Did you there was literally like a sex education like I feel like reunion in this yes, movie. Okay, like, thank you for bringing that up because I had forgotten about it. The whole time I was watching like, it. What? I was oh, like, yes. I kept being like, there's more sex education people in so this movie. So many of them. Yeah. It's like, ooh, another yeah. one. <laughs> yeah. And then I love at the end when, you know, they're changing the Ken patriarchy and they're all trying to like or she goes and talking to Ken and Ken's like, whatever. And then, like, the guy from Sex Education, whose name I'm not going to say because I feel like I'll butcher it, but he's going to be the new Doctor Who, mm-hmm. um, um, Eric from Sex Education, he's like, I don't care about whatever, the patriarchy. I just want to be friends with Barbie again. I miss my friend Barbie. And then his friend Barbie was, what's her name, from <laughs> yep. Sex Education. Which, and by the way, I don't know if we ever said this before, she looks so much like Margot Robbie. Yeah, like, it's I always, insane how I always she looks think like that. Margot Robbie. I always think that too. She's actually in um, like an ad campaign because we've been watching TV, like live TV a lot. There's been a lot of commercials the last week. She's in some perfume brand ad campaign. I don't know what it is, but it's like her and a bunch of like lions. I'm like, this is so, perfume ads are like next level. 
Sure. But yeah, I always think she looks like Margot Robbie as well. Well, it's funny. I remember that Jewel or the Death on the Nile <clears throat> movie, the yep. Kenneth Branagh one. Mm-hmm. So they had have billboards up in Hall. And every time I saw it, like I literally thought Margot Robbie was in that movie until we started watching. <laughs> I was like, that's not Margot Robbie. I was like, oh, that's the girl from Sex Education. And then they had um the other guy from who played one of the like guys who worked at Mattel from yep. Sex Education. So I was like, this they clearly filmed this in London because it's like all these British. <laughs> Like actors, actors, you know, yeah. true. Because then they had a little brief scene of um, what's her name from Dairy Girls? Who's oh yeah, I'm really good with names today. Yeah, um, I heard plays- I heard her say that they wanted her to have a bigger role, but like she was filming something else. I assume mm-hmm. like Bridgerton or something, so she couldn't. So they just had a little cameo for her, which is fun. But, um, but yeah, I was like, oh my god, why did we get all these people from the show? I love it though. <laughs> I'm excited. Yeah. Um, anything from the real world sets that we want to, or real world storyline that we want to <laughs> call out? Um, I don't know. I'm trying to remember. Oh, oh I heard I think a theory. The, the thing that got the biggest laugh, I think, in the um, audience was there's like the car chase scene with America Ferrera and her daughter. And she like uh-huh. swerves and is like, you know, about like, where'd you learn to drive like this? And it's like, oh, uh. old boyfriend. And she's like, dad and it's like yeah like, yeah dad <laughs> i like the part where she's like i don't get to do anything fun and i was like yeah welcome to like adulthood <laughs> i did hear a theory that when she goes you know barbie goes and she's trying to find whatever the girl that she thinks is causing all these problems mm-hmm. and they go to the lunchroom oh yeah and it's the poor girl sitting there that those are the brats i heard that like, as because well <laughs> they're like the name the same character names as the original brat dolls and they okay. like have are dressed like them i don't really know because i was never really yeah, a brat doll person but i was like that's amazing if that is that is like so meta yep. i feel like if that is like actually true I, it probably um, is but yeah i love the idea that you know because i feel like i think what i liked about it is that america forever is kind of like you know like our age or maybe like mm-hmm. a little bit older but like would be in the time when i feel like barbie was like very popular and i don't know maybe barbie's popular now i don't know but i feel like there was a time yeah you know before brats say like <laughs> that and it's kind of like that was a time where like you could you know barbie could do anything it's like barbie and it's this like amazing thing and and then she's like you know having thoughts of death and like cellulite and stuff and that's what's like messing up the world yeah or like the end bit where it's like depression barbie or whatever i forget depression barbie it's like just, oh my god i've just seen people watch, be like just watching the 19 yeah, just watch the 1995 like you know pride and prejudice from bbc and that's it <laughs> so funny yeah that's good i mean i i would buy if they want to put a barbie in sweatpants yeah, <laughs> i might buy not. that um but I think the weakest part of the movie was, like, anything to do with, like, Will Ferrell and, yeah, like, that I, whole that storyline. So, yeah, I agree. I just kind of like, okay. I didn't really understand. I'm not, like, a huge Will Ferrell, like, fan or anything. So it's just like, why is he in this movie? I don't know. It just I think weird. what was confusing about it is that, like, I feel like they were kind of trying to play him both sides. Like, they had him... Like, they first show up, and it's, like, a room about Barbie, and it's, like, all men, obviously. So yeah. that's, like, saying something. And then... But then they're, like... He kept being like, "Well, I I didn't get into this for the money. I got in this to like help girls and Bart." But then, like when she comes in, he like get in the box, or it was just like, yeah, it, like it was very confusing. It is confusing because it's like, is he the evil CEO or is he not the evil CEO? Like, what's happening? Yeah, it was just kind of weird. 
Um, I agree. So I'd say that was the weakest part. I mean, there were, like, some funny things that, like, happened with them. But, like, overall, I was just like, eh. Like, I, I don't know if we needed this whole yeah. storyline. Probably not. But I guess, like, I did like the part where they're like, Barbie is loose in L.A. And was like, oh, no, we had this problem with a skipper before or whatever. <laughs> and then they're like, oh, there's also a Ken. And they're like, it's fine. We're not worried about it. <laughs> But I did love the parts when they first get to the world and they're like rollerblading and they're like talking about how we're, they're talking about how they're feeling and Barbie's like, I feel like there's like an underlying threat of violence or whatever. Mm -hmm. And Ken's like, I feel admired with no underlying threat of violence. And I was like, (laughs) oh my God, so good. So good. Yeah, I really want to watch it again. And I hear it's coming to streaming soon, so I guess I can, but I just feel like I need to like... I heard someone talking about how when it's like Ken takes over Barbie World, like there's they're like there's so many flat screen TVs like yes. around. It's just like what I noticed was things. that every TV screen had a horse on it, like it was like a majestic <laughs> horse circling around, and so that's what made me think like you know I was like I need to watch this again just to like watch the set pieces in the background. Yeah, because- I need to see the set pieces because I feel like there's so many little jokes <laughs> that like we didn't pick up on on the first watch, you know? Because the sheer number of televisions, but the fact that they all were on just like you know um screensavers but horses and i just love that they're like plot ploys to like trick the kens or whatever it's like have them explain the godfather to you and you're like oh my god that's so true (laughs) (laughs) it's like everything and they're seeing like matchbox 20 which i just made me laugh (laughs) because i really like matchbox 20 actually but but it was that was so funny but I love when they're like, and make them think that you actually care about this song and then do the, you know, and I was like, oh my God, that's so good. I just loved it because it's like, women know, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, men always think I feel like they're manipulating women. I'm like, no, 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 no. Women understand. Like, we are the <laughs> master manipulators. We can like, do what we want, you know what I mean? Yep. Or it's like, we, we also are doing that, you know, yeah, back. for so. sure. Uh, I'm trying to think if there's anything else like high level. I mean, just Ryan Gosling. Like, uh, I've loved him since Breaker High mm. on UPN. If anyone ever used to watch that, oh my gosh, probably UPN. not. I think I'm probably wow. like the only one <laughs> that ever watched that show. Um, I just love him. I'm just like, oh, I'm so happy. This is like a perfect role for him. I'm glad he's getting to do some more like comedic stuff, you know? Yeah. And have you heard him tell the story about? When he decided that he would agree to be Ken. No. I'm going to tell you now. Okay, so apparently perfect. Greta Gerwig, you know, whatever, whoever reached out and be like, why don't you be Ken? And he was like, I think he was probably like nervous about it because I feel like someone comes to you and you're like, be in my Barbie movie about <laughs> and be Ken. Like, you know, I think Ryan Gosling has etched himself out a nice little career. I don't know if that's the step he wanted to take. Mm-hmm. So anyways, he said he was like outside of his house one day and he like walked over and saw something and there was literally like a ken doll just like a discarded ken doll like in the ground on the ground oh no and so he took a picture of it and there's like some trash next to it or something and he took like a picture of it sent to greta growing he's like i will be your ken (laughs) ken's story needs to be told that's brilliant it's so good he's so good and but i just have to hats off to barbie and just like everything they did for marketing like all of her looks like just the yeah. dedication that ryan gosling gave to like every interview when they would try to like talk about 
him or Ken. He's like, I can't stand for this. This is Barbie movie. There's been too much talk of Ken. Like, yep. just so good. And just, I think the the message of just America first monologue, basically. Like, yeah. Just yeah. perfection. Sure. And I was like, a little teary. I was like, oh my God. I was like, yes, thank you. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I love Barbie. And I just think it's showing like, again, this is not my original take. I heard this somewhere, but just with this summer of like Taylor Swift and Beyonce and Barbie, um, I think it's stupid that companies for whatever reason think if you don't make movies or things content for women that like, sorry, if they don't, like they won't make it because they don't think women will buy yeah. anything. And I was like, yeah. no, we will. We just won't buy any drivel you like yeah, exactly. sprinkle out for us, you know? It's yeah. like, we're just going to see any rom-com or anything. Like it has to be something that's like good. Yeah, and for sure. We And it's also stupid because it's like, hello, we're like the target demo of like every, everyone's just like clothes, makeup, yeah. like everything, skincare. Like, every, like what are we you buying? Know, right? You know how much like, money I spend on that stuff? Right. As like marketers and advertisers, it's like they know – there's so many researches and everything of who controls like household spending and it's always yeah. in like a you know very old school like you know man woman household it's always the woman controls the household spending or does the most yeah. of the spending so it's like you know maybe you should gear some things towards them yeah and it's like crap. I feel like look at fashion it's like women are willing to spend money on fashion because fashion changes all the time and I feel like for men you can just get away with like jeans and like or chinos and like a top and it like never changes yeah. and it's you know don't just pander like, to us and make the same product pink and be like oh it's for women like no we want things that are yeah, actually but I think like on the well other hand, produced and thought yeah. out and like made specifically for us like for purpose yeah but i do think that i think it was nice with all the pink for barbie oh, yeah, because yeah. but no i just think like there's been a time where it's like you're not allowed to be feminine but also be strong or like you know a feminist or whatever and it's like no you can be feminine with pink or wear like wear whatever you want obviously yeah, sure. but like you know i think I mean, pink I wore, is this very like i wore hot pink feminine pants, color what i'm what i'm saying is like the companies who do that and it's the pink tax because oh no no, no. it's no, like totally. they're just it's just a pandering versus like you totally. know we'll, we're gonna make this the big pen pink and then charge more money for it and be like 100 percent. Hey, it's for women yeah. and your delicate fingers like what <laughs> it's a pen <laughs> no yeah I love oh, things that they're like, it's for women. I'm like, it's exactly the same. You've just made it pink. It's so stupid. Yeah, yeah totally. But I'm like, no, I bought, no, I bought some hot pink linen trousers on a whim. I got a black pair as well. But I wore the pink ones to Barbie. It was great. It was perfect. Yeah, I actually learned I don't own a lot of pink things because I was like, what am I going to wear to this movie? So I wore this kind of like tie-dye shirt that has like hints of pink. But then I also had this like pink jacket and like pink. So I was like, yeah. I can't really be all full pinked out because I just don't I feel like pink's not a color that like... Yeah. Not that color pink anyway that like looks very good on me. So I'm like, I no, I just like, like hot pink. So it was hot, hot pink linen trousers with like a um, black crop tank top and black sneakers. Yeah. But yeah. Plus, I was going with Tim Summer. and I didn't think he really wanted to dress up in pink. So I was kind of <laughs> like, it wasn't like opening weekend. If it was like opening yeah, weekend, yeah. I would have tried a little bit harder. For sure. And I think I said that a friend of mine is part of this like club or whatever. They were having some like, barbie pool party like the first weekend it came out and she's like oh i tried to get on she's like i'm on this like really long wait list but i like put guests down i was like i don't have time like i can't put together 
an outfit for a Barbie pool party, like, in two days' notice. Like, it's impossible. So, I'm no. sorry. Even if you got tickets, I could not attend. Because <laughs> um, I can't compete with all these LA influencers and their Barbie outfits. So. No. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I think Barbie, A++. I can't wait to see what Greta Gerwig does next. I feel like she's knocked it out of the park with Little Women. With Barbie, um, liked Lady Bird as well. Yep. I mean, she's really only done kind of like those, I think she has some like smaller, you know, more indie type things mm. that she did. But I'm very excited to see what she does next. And yep, I sure. think she understands the female voice, which I appreciate. Um, and yeah, it's, it's a little sad now. Barbie, Barbie's done, you know. Yeah, the Barbie it's like, summer, Barbie, the summer of Barbie fever is like winding down. See what comes I know. next. It's a little sad. <laughs> I don't know if anything can like top the summer of Barbie fever. You know what I mean? No. It was nice to have like you know oh. like a movie to release to look forward to. And I know that's like the that thing. It's like I know, and I don't. I mean, Oppenheimer seems like a real downer. Yeah, so I'm not interested in that. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure I'll probably watch it at some point, yeah. but it's like a three hour something movie. That's an at home. That's like, an at home movie because I'm gonna have to like <sighs> pause it. And- I know it's like the bladder situation has yeah. not. I can't. It's not trained anymore to like last yeah. on. Shout out movie. to Barbie for being just under two hours. It was the perfect length. Yeah. Like not every movie needs to be five hours long just because it can. Like. <laughs> totally. If you can tell, um, the, if you can tell the story in ninety minutes, tell it in ninety minutes. Exactly. Oh, I will say the one part of the Barbie movie that I really enjoyed where they, at the beginning they're showing all the Barbies or whatever, and you have our. Well, obviously, shout out to our president, Barbie. Yes, yes. Um, Ray, love her. Great. But the, they had, like, the Barbie in the courtroom, and she's like, yes, I can be strong, but also show emotion, and it means I'm still strong or whatever. Yeah. Because I feel like it's, like, with females, we get, like, sometimes we get, like, mad or upset. Like, you have a tendency to, like, get, like, sometimes you feel like you're just, like, going to cry or whatever, and you're like... And you're like, that's always seen as weak. But I was like, no. I was like, yes, that was one of my favorite lines. I was like, great. So, so many good little sprinkles in. Again, I feel like I need to rewatch it because there's just <laughs> too many good lines. Yep. And you couldn't keep up. Um, but yeah, you are Knuff. Everyone's Knuff out there. <laughs> I did, I've seen some TikToks where ladies are like, okay, everyone dress up as Barbie for Halloween and learn the dance so you can just like bust out oh my to, like, god the Barbie dance uh, everywhere how good would that be I mean just imagine how many Barbie and Ken's are gonna be probably out a lot. in the world well I've gotten so many targeted ads you know for like sweatshirts that look like the Kenuff sweatshirt I'm like this is probably sure. not officially licensed but whatever probably not <laughs> I feel like it'd be more fun to dress like Ken with like either the fake fur jacket or a oh, true. Like, Kenuff sweatshirt would be good I know now but that's barbie is so good ah, love it um well we usually have been ending with tiktok of the week but you haven't watched any no. tiktok just so. before we started recording i opened tiktok and so i had 21 <laughs> messages i haven't opened it in uh, the week so i don't really have a tiktok of the week do you have a tiktok of the week i watch so many tiktoks it's really hard for me to like say I did really enjoy, I mean, you had resent it to me, but I had seen it earlier in the week. Um, this guy who has, like, these animated pumpkins. As we're getting oh, yes. into, like, yes. fall season, kind of, but not really, because it's, like, 90 degrees here. It's like, <laughs> like, it doesn't feel like fall quite yeah. yet to me. I'm, like, still really in the summer, but um, 
it was this guy who has these animated pumpkins and he animated it to do like the scene from Schitt's Creek where it's like fold in the cheese and it's so funny. And so um, good. Um oh that I, I literally just cuz I obviously just sent it to you yesterday. Um but I scrolled back through the very first one uh and it's doing, you know, never going to give you up. But that's yeah, they because, have some good ones. But that's because the account's name is like I don't know, like trick ghastly or whatever. And I was like, yeah, yeah it makes yeah, so yeah. much sense. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That sounds right. Yeah, I, I looked at a few of them. They're pretty good. Um, so funny. It's like, I get it now. So I guess that, you know, kicking off the spooky season with some pumpkins, but it's too hot to be spooky too hot. season. Yeah. I need it to be about 20 degrees colder. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Um, well, I guess that's all we have for this week. Um, do we know what we're doing next time? Well, I think sex, sex education is coming out, um, maybe on, like, the 21st first or something like that. I could be wrong. Hold on. I might be wrong about that. Let me Google it. Yeah, September 21st. So, I mean, that might be a possibility. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> all right, so... Everyone it's the knows. final season, right, too? So I think it's the final season. Yeah. So final season. Um that'll be our next that'll be our next pod. So Sounds good. Make sure you catch up. I might have to do a rewatch of the other three in the anticipation, you know. Top it on in the background. Um but yeah, thanks for listening, everyone. Until next time. Bye. If you enjoyed this episode, please rate, review, and subscribe on your favorite podcast listening platform. You can also follow us on Instagram at myfavoritesisterpod or shoot us an email at myfavoritesisterpod at gmail.com. Bye! Bye.